This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 196, and you know who I am. I don't know who you are, but I do know who you are. Sometimes I do, at least. I am one of the hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I'm also joined, I was going to say as always, but it's not as always, but mostly as always, I'm joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. I'm so glad that both of us are great at improv. How are you uh, How are you doing today? I am doing absolutely excellent. I am ready for this pod. Yeah, no, damn it, fudge, dang it. At, one, at some point, I'm not going to say that word. What, fudge? Dang it? How many other curse words are you going to say? <laughs> My apologies for uh, cursing, by the way. You're like, fudge, dang it? I don't want to <laughs> say that word. Well, why do we have to actually switch the switch it over to an online listening experience? It's a what master, was the reasoning? It's the master class. We're in the master class. That's well, it. I guess I'd rather be in the master class than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you for tuning in to episode 196. Uh, let's kick doing? it off. How are you? What? How are oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You already asked me that, but how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing currently? awesome. I'm doing awesome as always. Yeah? Yeah. Gotta very, keep cool, it running. very cool. Very cool. How, uh, how was your week? It was decent. How was your Halloween? I heard some not so great things happened. My Halloween. Well, my Friday night was fun. Uh, well, that was Halloween. No, that was not Halloween. Yeah, Halloween was, Halloween was Friday night. Did you say you met up with some pubes? What is that supposed to mean? I don't know what you just said. No. With some classmates, uh, went out. But I didn't stay out too long because I don't really like being out at the bars on Halloween too much. Uh, it gets people scare you? Yeah, people get too crazy and stupid when they drink, uh, especially on Halloween when girls are wearing close to nothing. Guys start to... Get stupid. Um, Girls get stupid too. You don't fucking put sexism yeah. on just the guys. No, no, that's that's true. That is true. And then Saturday night I stayed in because I had a neuro exam on Monday. So I studied for that. Did you have any candy? Um, I don't think so. Really? I don't think I had any candy. No, no. How about yourself? How was your Halloween? It was, meh. I, well, I dressed up as uh, the Wolfpack Sting. Okay. And Mike, who everybody, well, not everybody, but co-host uh, once before, guest host, I guess you'd say, dressed as Kevin Nash, barely. I mean, how could you really dress as Nash? He could have wore something uh, protecting his quad. Yeah. Or some sort of a was, leg brace. But he didn't do that in streak gear. Yeah. So it was like streak gear, but whatever. But uh, we were going to go to the bars and then we ended up going to our friend's house and just sat there. They ordered pizza, and then... Did you eat it? No, I couldn't eat anything with the fucking face paint. Oh. Which pissed me off because the red face paint looked like I was sweating, but it wasn't... 
Yeah, I when I saw the happened. picture, I thought you were sweating. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that face. I was very disappointed with the face paint. And I, my you lines should... were thick and everything, but... Can you write to the company and be like, yo, your stuff sucks? No, what am I going to say? I don't know. What are yo, they going to say? Sucks. Well, happy Halloween. But, uh, yeah, so I, I did that. And then uh, we were still going to go to... We found there was a party that they, they heard about, so we were going to go there. Uh-huh. And, and then we decided, let's just go to... Uh, Sweet Hollow Road and Mount Misery, which is so stupid. But for those that don't know, those are like haunted areas on Long Island, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, there's they're they're all like um, urban legends. Yeah, urban legends. Yeah, so we went there and uh, we get to Mount Misery, and it's a dead end road, and there were two cars parked at the end of the road, and we were like, "Yeah, this is so stupid. Let's turn around." So we're halfway turned around and all of a sudden fucking four headlights turn on and like kids start rushing the car and start doing that against the windows and shit. I'm like, are these people like serious? Like we think they're like haunted or something? Like we think we're they're ghosts? I would have busted some noses. My friend's girlfriend getting ready to like bust open the door. Yeah. Slam it into the kid's leg. The kid's like, no, 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 no. We were just kidding. We were just kidding. Happy Halloween, man. We're just kidding. That's so effing stupid. <laughs> Mike rolls down the window. Like, what if the guy had a weapon? He rolls down my yeah, window. Yeah, that's stupid too. And I'm like, do you, uh, did, did you think we thought you were like ghosts or something? He goes, no, we just, we're just having some fun, man. Like, we were like the next car that What happens up, if you guys had a gun? Right. What he's if like, you guys had a gun? He's like, the, like the, we just decided the next car that pulls up will just uh, pull a prank and uh, rush the car, blah, 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 and bang on it a bit. And he starts walking. He goes, happy, 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 happy Halloween. And I'm like, this kid's like scared shit. Was this kid a stoner? You're making him sound like a stoner a little bit. No, well, I don't know. And uh, So stupid. I don't understand people and where they can... Where their mentality is that they think that they can do shit like this and that it's okay, that it's not dangerous. And he starts walking away. I'm like, hey, hey. He goes, hey, what's what's up, man? I'm like, you got any candy? <laughs> and he goes, no, man, we just have rum. And that's almost gone. I was like, well, are you driving? He goes, no, man, we got that covered. I was like, good, don't drink and drive. And that was that. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. I Just stupid. Did you know? Um, did you know you could spell candy with just two letters? How's that? C and Y. Funny. Um, and then let's see. Yeah, they also. You guys should have went to like Pilgrim State. Where the fuck is that? Um, where is it in Comac? I think or we were staying local. Yeah, man, it's only like a half hour away. Yeah. But that's like an abandoned uh, psych ward. A uh, oh. psych ward that's kind of interesting to sneak through. We can't sneak through shit. Especially on Halloween, there's tons of police, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. But luckily, there were no trick-or-treaters that came to my Nana's house, and I saw her on Saturday, and she gave me all her Kit Kats, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. How was your, you went to a concert? Well, yeah, I'm sure you'll hear about that. What the hell? This is like three weeks in a row where I ask you about Yeah, well, why like... do you always do that? You already know what's coming. How do I? How am I supposed to know that you're gonna do something like that? Up for first, shoutouts. Up first, fan questions and comments. It always happens. It always happens. It really does. So stop doing that. Yeah, get on with the show. Eric uh, wrote into us uh, at Montreal Broski. Thanks for the questions, guys. 
It was kind of a joke referencing the Zack Ryder interview you guys mentioned two weeks ago on the show, but since you asked, here it goes. Yeah, which, we, we first got of all, that, but we, it was... We knew, obviously, yeah. which I thought was funny, so... Yeah, we laughed. Number one, my laptop was stolen by someone who I hope is using it as much as they get... Uh, as much so that they get carpal tunnel, because revenge is a dish served of dish... Best served eventually. Like that fucking sentence was. <laughs> I didn't get out. But, uh, so I couldn't record a voice clip for the show. However, I am now typing this on my fancy new laptop. So that I wish in my head that sounded like Finkel, but came out, didn't sound anything like the Fink. So sorry to that. But, Just, uh, don't worry, boys. The number one mark wouldn't miss episode 200. Oh yeah. Number two. For the record, for the record, carpal tunnel is uh, brought on by impingement on uh, pressure on the median nerve. But you could continue. So like excessive ice cream scooping could do it. Yes, it can. <laughs> Number two, uh, David. Waiter, waiters and waitresses too. Because they're that always very common in the back room. Yes, that is exactly why. David, your question had me laughing so hard on the metro what we call subways that i'm pretty sure people around me thought i was insane which is the point in time where you say oh i'm listening to marking out markingout.com uh as of november 1st there is still no snow in montreal it's getting cold though and pretty soon we'll be covered in snow Honestly, Montreal winters are very similar to the ones you guys have in New York, maybe just a little colder. Now, out west, yes, David, like Calgary, they get brutal winters that are nothing to fuck with. But we do have summers. LOL. All I picture is like when you're going out west is like, uh, what is it, 30 days and 30 nights? I found I my Bret Hart poster. I did. I did, and I, I sent it to – I showed Eric that poster as well. But, yeah, um, continue. I have a non-wrestling-related question this time. With the first month of the NHL regular season well underway, I was just wondering who Dave felt was having the best start. Any early contenders you see for the Cup? How's your hockey pool going? All right, that's it from me this time, guys. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram because shameless self-promotion is what the internet is all about at Montreal Broski. MTL Broski. Be sure. So, but um, Yeah, hockey-wise, it sucks because I haven't been able to watch too much. Um, but my hockey team is doing very well. I am in third place currently. Um, Wait a minute! You do fantasy hockey too? Yeah. You also fantasy do fantasy hockey. dating? No, no, I don't need that crap. Um, yeah, my team is doing very well. I got like, Backstrom, St. Louis. Uh, I got some of that '70s line on the Kings, so it's doing very well for me. Very well. I got some of your Montreal uh, players. Do you have Marcus Corvan? No, no. Um, as for in the, the best in the league right now, I think it's Anaheim, but two of my favorite that are not the Rangers, I'd really like St. Louis, 
Um, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Uh, Vladimir every- Tarasenko, I think, is freaking talented as hell. I don't know. I'm really pissed off. I didn't get a chance to pick him up on my fantasy team during the draft. And I'm a big who's fan of draft? that. Who is, who's draft are you a part of? That, who, I don't know anyone else does hockey. And I'm also a big fan of the L.A. Kings. Uh, I really like that 70s line. Bunch of rookies coming together. Pearson and Tuff, uh, what's his name? Toffoli. I got them on my teams, and they've been really helping me. Are you on um, my- It's me, me, Brad, and whoever Brad friends are. What? I've and never my dad, heard of that. And my dad's in the league, too. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It's fun. It's like, I mean, is there a fantasy? There has to be fantasy basketball. Yeah, I'm in one of those, too. Is there two. a fantasy tennis or something? Where does it stop? Yeah, they do have fantasy tennis. Are you they, kidding me? No, they have fantasy tennis, NASCAR. What? They have, they have everything. That's, that's... They I'm, have everything. That's weird. That's mind-blowing um, to me. Yeah, but fantasy hockey is going very well, very happy with it, which the Rangers, in reality, were doing a lot better. But, yeah, Tarasenko... Talented as hell. Um, let's move on to the next question, uh, comment, from B. Montan B. Hey, guys, I'm back in the comments section. I would like to ask with Finn ba- – what is it again? Balor. Balor. Finn Balor debuting on net. When do you think Kevin Steen will be making his debut? On also, for, also for people on Long Island, check out Suffolk Wrestling Alliance. They have shows in the NYWC Sportatorium. And they're a great up-and-coming promotion. Thanks, guys. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, Finn Balor, I think, was an awesome debut. Do you want to talk about this now? Or I guess let's we could cover that, I guess, after a few more questions because a few of them asked about the yeah. debut. Um, as for Kevin Steen, they just recently trademarked the name Kevin Owens. Uh, so it's believed that that's going to be his WWE name, Kevin it's Owens. It's believed amongst people who don't know anything. Exactly. I mean, it could be for anybody, but, uh, yeah, Owen is his son's name, but also Owen Hart is his, one of his favorite wrestlers. So it could be a tribute to Owen Hart and his son if this is true. I'm okay with the name as well. I, I've seen a lot of people up in arms about the, uh, that name being chosen. I don't get it. If a pro, re- I mean, it's the same thing with the Tommy. If a pro wrestler gets the cho- to choose what his name is going to be, how can anybody be pissed off at that? I mean, it was their choice to pick that name. I mean, of course, they're not going to keep Kevin Steen. Let's be realistic here. Steampunk was a very, very rare case. And you're it's, not going to see... It's crazy that, like, I can't think of many other people that... Yeah. That were huge on the independent scenes and got to keep their name. And that's the thing I don't like. WWE wants to own everything. They do. They're going to bring up their pasts and stuff like that, as they have with Daniel Bryan, where they have had that Ring of Honor, uh, sec- that Ring of Honor article. On and even, even more so with the name changes is like they got so burned by CM Punk, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that it's that's like, true. I think CM, yeah. Yeah, it's like, we, why would we want to let Kevin Steen be Kevin Steen or Sami Zayn be El Generico or something. Yeah, that's a very good point. That's another reason why I don't think that we're, we'll see anybody keeping their names because of thanks to CM Punk as well. I just, with some of these name changes, I just don't see them being champion quality names. 
I I definitely do. I like oh, and your new heavyweight champion, Kevin Owen. I, Kevin I Owens. like it. Kevin it Owens. It just sounds too plain to me. John it, Cena I think sounds it like a, a, a name. Kevin Owens sounds just like Zack Ryder to me. I don't see Kevin Zach Owens Ryder, sounds just like all these other names to me. I I don't know. See, I put seasons to songs. I put champions to names. I I still think that the name is fine. Um, as for Suffolk Wrestling Alliance, you can actually go check them out. November 15th, facebook.com slash Suffolk Wrestling Alliance. Um, you're going to see On Frozen Ground at NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. Uh, the Pride Champion, the Collector, Johnny Malloy, is going to be taking on the undefeated boy band BE, uh, B3. Featuring MC3, Riley, and Jason. You could also see the Juicy Product taking on the Punkabillies. And they'll be having a number one contender uh, tournament for that Pride Championship. So go check out Suffolk Wrestling Alliance on November 15th. Yeah, so good stuff. Um, continuing on, next comment. From yeah, up next we have from Justin DeRosa. Hey guys, I'm back. I haven't listened in a while. Sorry. But I always read your tweets during Raw. Schoolwork has been crazy, uh, but I'm back. Just watched Finn Balor's debut, and it was also, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> also, thoughts on Steen's WWE name? Well, we um, covered that. Yeah, I covered the Steen's name. Um, the debut was—I thought the debut was perfect. The thing that I did notice is that they did edit out Prince Devitt appearing on the screen. Because when they first got released that this is uh, Balor's debut and everything, when they first had that like fan video, they did have Prince Devitt appear on the screen. And it and was then definitely it, that hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it switched to Finn Balor. And that's when they rushed the, uh, the ring. So it was just interesting that they did cut out Prince Devitt. I mean, maybe it was just to get the live crowd hyped up. Me and uh, Chris... We're talking about it a little bit. You can go follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Dog. Go check out his band, Carve Your Niche. Um, yeah, but... I think that just made the Ascension look even shittier, though. I don't think there's any saving of the Ascension. I, I mean, don't, yeah, Although, I, that their promo, they had a good promo. That's the, the thing, though. What's I mean, the one with the short hair? Is it Victor? Yeah. He he was better, I think, on the mic than Connor, right? Connor and Victor? Wait, Connor uh Victor is the one with the hair, I think. Oh, well, whichever one has the short know. hair was was more was better on the mic. You see how good like we barely even know their names. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but Which I definitely weird. I get so confused. They just have Seth Rollins theme song to me. That's what I hear. But I definitely see this is a great duo uh, of Balor and Itami. I think it's going to be really awesome to see people were chanting um, "Dream Team." Dream yeah, team. and what I like too is that you have commentators on the currently on NXT that have a past of Balor, a.k.a. Prince Devin. I mean, back in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think he was a tag team. He was in a tag team with uh, Albert or Jason. What is it? Jason Alberts? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's really cool. I think you're going to get get your money's worth from Balor and Atami. And I do, I do agree with you with Ascension. Yeah, it did make them look really crappy, but building up to this, the past few weeks, the Ascension has looked crappy, even yeah. even in defeat, um, even in their victories over Itami or beating up Itami, beating up Funaki. 
Yeah. I still see them. They're nothing close to the Wyatt family when the Wyatt family got were getting brought up. You know what I mean? It's not. I mean, I can't even compare them to the Wyatt family. I would, if I had no. to compare the uh, Ascension to somebody, I would not. I don't know. Kind of APA ish, but not like not at all gimmick wise. But they're Just never like, going to get the same pop that APA did. Well, okay. what kind of pop are you looking for? Are you looking for heel heat or what? I don't know. I, I think it's going to be heel heat based on how they have been working currently. But overall, it's not going to – I feel like WWE has that mentality that they're, gonna, they're expecting their debut on WWE television to be something of monumental – a monumental occasion like well, the White like, Family. No, I think it could be something more like The Shield though. I don't think so at all because the Shield. Every everyone was looking forward to. You knew Dean Ambrose. You knew Seth Rollins. No, 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 no. A lot of people didn't know the Shield yeah, when they but, first debuted. So it's like they. I I disagree with you. I think a lot of people knew who they were. You have little kids who had no clue what. Okay, NXT but that was. but at but and that's that's, most, that's the majority of WWE's audience. Today. But with the Ascension, nobody knows. Right. So exactly, lot, the I, Ascension I, comes I, up and they just beat up somebody, I, and it's like, who who are these guys? I, well, I disagree with you. I, I think that the Shield had a lot more uh, um, eyes on them when they were coming in, especially because of their work on NXT. They didn't have a slow part. They, unlike the Ascension, the Ascension died down last year when they didn't debut and pull the trigger on them. Yeah. The Shield, they pulled the trigger at the proper time. They pulled the trigger right after Dean Ambrose was having this epic storyline with William Regal. Seth Rollins was battling as champion. And Liaki, uh, Roman Reigns, was um, he was at the top of his game as well. I think he was just coming back from an injury on NXT tele- or FCW television. But all these guys were at the top. While the Ascension, they're not as large as the Shield were in the which is, uh, FCW NXT. Which is why I think they could come in and do what the Shield did and have the oh my god I, factor. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't see them on the same level. I mean, even if you compare, the Shield still had a combination of everything. While the Ascension, to me, is kind of uh, one-dimensional, if that makes any sense. The Shield, to me, you have multiple aspects of pro wrestling. While with the Shield, with the Ascension, you just have that one-dimensional. Uh, uh, which is why, I which is why I kind of compared them. Not shitting on the acolytes or anything, but it's just a powerful tag team that could come in and beat up and and own house. Well, the only reason why I don't compare it to the acolytes is because of people knew. I mean, for the most part, you knew who Ron Simmons was. I mean, especially if you were older, you knew Ron Simmons, Bradshaw. You didn't know too much. I'm forget about storyline. I, I just don't think that they're on the same. I don't think they're on the same level as even APA. I'm not putting them on levels. I'm saying they're like the size-wise, move-wise kind of. Although you'd never catch them doing spin wheel kicks or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I would put them even on the power level that APA was. I don't know. I don't know. Um, up up next, you had Jasmine. Hey, uh, well, before we even move on. What the? Oh yeah, you said it already. Okay, uh, Jasmine. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for another fun and entertaining show. I especially loved when you both tried to remember the lyrics to "I Will Survive." I actually thought Dave would read the shameless plugs to the tune of that song. 
keep in mind that if you want me to read the tune, uh, the shameless plugs to a certain tune, I'm all for the challenge. So if you got a song or a little ditty that you want me to do it to, definitely uh, well, come. That's what we're doing it today. We're definitely doing it to the tune of Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. <laughs> anyway, that's fine with me. Anyway, I've been listening a lot uh, to a lot of wrestlers being interviewed on podcasts lately. And I've noticed that when they are asked if they prefer being a heel or a face, they almost always say that they have tons of fun being a heel. I believe I've heard one person say face so far. If you were to choose between heel or face, which would you choose? And if you've answered this question before, I apologize in advance. Thanks a bunch, guys. Look out for my congratulatory message, message soon at Reverse Enemsage. Thank you, Jasmine. Um, right off yeah. the bat, no, we haven't mentioned that. Yeah, but it's an awesome or question. Or answer that, I should say. I definitely believe that a lot of people choose heel because it's the most fun. Like, as you said, it's a lot of fun because you get to work. You get to play off the crowd a lot more. And you, I feel like it's a lot easier to get someone to hate you. That's not it's why good. people like to be heel, David. No, no, but I'm saying. No, it's that's a lot not why people okay, like to be okay, heel. Okay, Brandon, could you, obviously you know what I'm getting at. So yeah, let's cause, no, because you're wrong. You see what I just did there? <laughs> I got you riled up being a heel. <laughs> no? All right, so talk. No, I got you riled up. It was a joke. Oh, funny. Uh, yeah, so I would choose being a heel as well. I can't, but could you see yourself being a heel? Yeah, easily. Like, I would I would like to be heel, but I think... You can't be a heel. Yeah, I can't, because I'd break. Yeah, I, would break I could easily. definitely be a heel, because I just don't give a shit. I can't so. see it. I think you're like the... I see you more like Eugene or something. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Move on to the next <laughs> I do. What the heck? Uh, up next, Steve, at uh, aka at Disgruntled Dork. Hey, guys... <clears throat> First off, I... How the fuck am I like Eugene? Like a comedic character. Like Santino. Would you have liked me to have said that better? Hell no. I'm Santino, not... Santino, Cole Cabana. Like that. that, that's fuck what I that see. Fuck that bullshit. That's what I see. That's nah, what... Uh, no who, way. Who, could you, who would you say? What do you mean? Who would you say you would be like? I think I would be a heel. Like Because I would insult... No, I would just insult the crowd. I would I be... I wouldn't... I would be just your freaking... Typical arrogant manager. I mean, that's what I would do. Just insult the crowd and call them as they are. I would see you like Jimmy If someone's Smith. fat, you call them fat. If they're ugly, you call them ugly. That's just how it is. I don't know. What would you see me as? Name some wrestlers that you'd see me as. I'd call you soulless. Soulless? Yeah. So like Undertaker? Uh, I guess that works. Both are gingers. I don't, so it does work out. I wouldn't see me being like Undertaker at all. How's that even... Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. I've I've I know you, so it's like I don't know. I, would I wouldn't like, oh. I wouldn't have fun doing it though. Yeah. I mean, even if you say comedy, I would not enjoy that at all. Why not? I wouldn't have fun with it. You can make there's no laugh fun in that. I don't give a shit about that. You also don't get fun. pushed to the top being a comedic wrestler. Yeah, it just wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't have any draw to it. It wouldn't be any. There would be no reason. For me to want to do that, like, what am I going to be, Patch Adams? I don't, like, I'd rather be a heel. I'd rather be insulting the crowd. I'd rather be straightforward with how everything is. I don't know. Even if, I, even if you insult the crowd, maybe they'll like you. Yeah. Maybe. I am a likable, likable kind of a guy. No, so. no, you could definitely be a heel. 
Okay, yes. Having a speech problem makes you a heel. What do you mean a speech problem? I didn't say that. No, no, no. But I didn't say that at all. Me uh, stuttering over my words and everything makes me a heel. No, 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 you're saying. No, you saying. Oh, I could definitely play face. I could definitely be heel. I never said I could definitely play face. I don't want to be face. You could play face. I don't want to be face. Well, you could be face. Shut up. I believe in you. Stop it. Don't. No, I have to believe in you. No, don't. Fine, I won't believe in you. Why? Because you said not to. Why are you listening to me? You never listen to me. Dead air. Yeah, because I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> but up next, Steve, a.k.a. at Disgruntled Dork, wrote in saying, Hey guys, first off, I totally failed to realize the dumb mistake I made saying the main event of Hell in a Cell ended in disqualification when it was just interference that led to Rollins' win. That's what I get for writing these comments at 1 a.m. after a few IPAs, but oh well. Don't worry about it. I mean, I've made so many uh, errors from recording late or not recording late, just errors. So don't even worry about it. It's fine. Just make sure you toss back a few more IPAs for that mistake, for that botch. See, you could definitely be a face character. Shut up! No, that's not that's Fine. not heel heat. All right, I, see, I got face. legit heat when I first cut you off. That's what you said. Okay, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you. All you have to do is tell me that I'm wrong, and then go off of because that's all you are, David. You're wrong. <laughs> Don't laugh in my face. This is not the face of somebody who's right. All right, I mean, so cut wrong, a, Okay, so Brandon, now you're I'm on like the spot Sid, right now. Son of a no, bitch. cut a heel promo right now. A heel promo? On me, yes. Cut a heel promo on me right now. I don't want to offend they, you. No, no, no. Everything is on the table. I will not be offended. I mean, you have my word. I will not be offended. No, because you walk around with your hands tucked into your pockets, and you think you're all the almighty, powerful Dave, and nothing can be touched on Dave because, oh... You're always right and I'm always wrong, but you don't know what's right. You always jump to the conclusion and think that you're right because you're, because you're fucking born that way. I don't know. I'm terrible. I'm you see, up. now the truth is out there. That is why you feel that about me. I am so not like that. Yeah, because if anything, it's always me took... coming up with an opinion, bringing my opinion to you, you being like shooting down my opinion, be like, oh, no, your opinion's up. stupid. When your I was born, every, you're all wrong. the attention got taken off of you. And when you were born, me. the doctor slapped you in the face and then slapped your mom and said, why? Yeah, and then slapped you because he was just like, this kid can't be that ugly. Why was I there? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. You're making we're this cousins. one up. Yeah, but that's wrestling. Everything's made up. Is it? Yeah, we're not really cousins, are we? <laughs> I don't know. That's no, a I'm good... Just, uh, no, that's, that's, are we? Yeah, we're cousins. Okay. You cut a heel promo. Let's hear you fucking do it, Mr. No, I, I don't have to cut a heel promo because I was born a heel. No, you weren't. Maybe, okay. maybe you were born in heels. Stop. <laughs> All right, so give me something to shoot a heel promo on. Me, let's, motherfucker, me. Okay, let's see. I, and call me fat. I don't care. Screw you. Why am I going to do that? I mean, because what else are you going to heal me for? You're <laughs> all right, ginger you, you are so fan. freaking arrogant. Honestly, you on this on this online listening experience, all you do is rant and rave about how you know everything and everybody else has an opinion. Yet you you fail to realize that it is their opinion, it is their take, it is their their thought process on what is currently going on. But it does not hold the candle up to anything that you have. 
It does not make sense to you. And you refuse to understand what anybody else's opinions have anything to do with because you're so, your mindset is like a little tunnel. It's like a little, little small tunnel that is comparable to your dick. It is so fucking small that you freaking just right down the middle. All you care about is what your opinion is and nothing else around it. You can't cut a heel promo on dick size. If that's all you got out of that. Yeah, because you just, that was the worst promo ever. Uh, we've seen worse. You were like, dick size. Daryl, I'm going to go right there. Your dick is so small. How small is it that your tunnel is small? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so cut a face promo now. I don't know. New York, how you guys doing? No, 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 no. Cut a face promo on me. No, I'm not complimenting (laughs) you. Who the fuck are you? All right, cut a face. All right, we'll both do it now. Cut a face promo on... Let's give you a topic. Uh, On... Long Island. Long Island is absolutely the greatest place to be from all the way out in Montauk to all the way to Brooklyn because I'm going to count Brooklyn as Long Island because it's the LI. You got the beaches, the beautiful beaches, the sand, except the North Shore. North Shore sucks, but that's still a good thing because they have great wineries and everything. That's a terrible promo, but it's like the NXT. You can't fucking work like that shit. You see, you can't work it. You can't work a face. You can't work a face. But then why are you telling me that I'm a face? That's what I see you. You're goofy. How am I? So goofy doesn't make you a face? Yeah, I don't know. You're practically like, <laughs> to me. All know. right, so give me a face promo. Cut it off. What on can I? Uh, flashlights. Flashlights. I freaking love flashlights. They're all freaking, I don't know. They give you light. Bro, I freaking love flashlights. They're freaking <laughs> giving you light, bro. I don't know. How are you supposed to cut a... All right, so you cut one on No, you know, flashlights, they never work. Because when you you need them in a storm, you put the battery in them, and then they're fucking dead. How are you going to use a flashlight when there's no batteries that work in your house? Great face promo. (laughs) It sells a lot of flashlights, dude. All right, so let's get on to this comment. That was a giant waste of segment. That was terrible. God awful. I apologize to anyone on David's behalf. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Just know that I got the real cheap heat when. when that, okay, that right there, that right there, cheap heat. Because you don't know how to cut anything else besides cheap heat. You can't get any other heat there out there. All you go for is that cheap heat. But continue. No, you continue. All right, I will. Steve at disgruntled dork. We already went to that part. We're after the IPAs. So I just caught episode two of Lucha, of Lucha Underground. And I know that last week I was, said I was skeptical, but I must say this show is really growing on me. The production value is definitely top-notch, even if it has more of a style reminiscent of Wrestling Society X. Your reference last week was on spot. And uh, spot in-ring, on, by the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, this sucks here. And the in-ring action is great. This week, uh, this week had Johnny Mundo... Mundo Morrison and Prince Puma Ricochet again, but this time going over a tag team versus Ricky Reyes and Lil Chono. Didn't catch their new names. Uh, in a pretty good match, a uh, pretty great match. Chavo Guerrero and Sexy Star going over Son of Havoc, Matt Cross, and Evelise Valise. Good to see her again. And Mil Mirtes uh, with the gorgeous Katrina, aka Maxine from NXT, with a strong debut going over Blue Demon Jr. Yeah, Bull, uh, not Bull, uh, Mil Muertes is uh, Judas Macias. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Um, I guess I didn't watch this week, but I did watch last week. How about yourself? Did you catch up with it? Yeah, I watched everything last night. But he also goes on to say, my only concern for them besides viewership is the strength of their storylines. They seem to be doing the whole owner versus the good guys plot. And we all know how that one goes. Also, there seems to be a very high heel-to-face ratio that will need to be uh, evened out soon to keep things fresh. All in all, it's exciting to see something new and in the world of wrestling. So I recommend that everyone that can watch give it a try. And uh, you can watch videos of the episodes on uh, watchwrestling.net since you guys don't have El Rey in Long Island. Damn cable vision. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube as well. Uh, lastly, since I thought it was interesting to have someone request to have a question asked to them, any questions for me? Thanks again. This Mark is signing out. The one question I have for you is where you're from, that you know Long Island has cable vision. Ah. <laughs> and that you have the L Ray network. Um, yeah, but that website is awesome. That's actually what I use to uh, watch a lot of things. Uh, before I come up with a question for you, let's talk a little bit about that Lucha Underground. Mundo versus Prince Puma was a, a really good match. Yeah, it was great. Um, Prince Puma, once again, I think he's having the best year out of all the wrestlers. He has to be in your top five as a uh, wrestler of the year candidate. He, is, he has done so much ricochet so far. Uh, it's good to see Ricky Reyes in the ring. Uh, Son of Havoc, I like what they're doing. I don't think that Matt Cross is actually on that mic, though. No, I think is. they're doing a. Is he? Is that him? I, I thought maybe they were doing a voiceover. What I thought was that they just lowered his voice. Okay, that's what I thought because that's what it sounded like to me. Uh huh. He's another talent. I don't know how tough enough got rid of him and Evelise. His beard is out of control. Yeah, he's been letting that that grow out. What did you think? He didn't. Uh, Steve did, disgruntled door. Uh, Steve didn't mention it, but the commentating team, Vampiro and Striko. I Striker. Yeah, Striko. Sorry, Vampiro and Striker. <laughs> I liked it. I'm, really? I was always such a fan of Matt Striker, so I'm obviously gonna like this. And I thought Vampiro added a lot to it because he's been around forever and he actually speaks Spanish. So. I'm going to disagree. I didn't like it because I thought I didn't think that they were a good mix together. Um, I like that striker. I mean, I do bash striker here and there, but he does know his stuff on the commentating. He's very knowledgeable with wrestling. But And then Vampiro knows a good amount as well, but I feel like they were battling, bashing heads a bit here and there. I like Striker was correcting Vampiro a lot. Like he, he would a move would get done and Vampiro would call it as it is and then Strike would be like I guess you could say it was that or he would he would cr- actually correct Vampiro in what Vampiro just said uh, and there was a time where like Vamp- where Striker asked Vampiro if he ever looked like that uh, in that good of shape or something and it just looked like they didn't have chemistry together so I'm kind yeah, of I curious I, did, I could see where you're coming from though yeah I just don't think Striker and Vampiro I mean. Also, yes, I just it makes, sense, a- it makes sense to choose them for your commentating team, uh, commentating team on this, uh, but I just don't see them meshing well together. I also thought that the commentary itself was a bit low. Did you find that? Like it kind of almost sounded muffled at some parts. Uh, no, I, I didn't find it that much. And that I mean, stupid fucking dashboard camera. Get rid of that. 
Yeah, that thing. I did like the camera that they had over the ring. I did not like that. To I me, that, that, didn't, cool. that didn't make sense. Why is the announcer like just standing there and like you just see her tits? Like that's. I thought the announcer sucked. I didn't think she was so bad. I didn't. I wasn't too impressed with her. But uh, overall, Lucha Underground. It kind of reminds me of the Legends of Wrestling game where you had to go through like territory to territory and like wrestle for the evil bosses and shit. That's what it kind of reminds me of. And it's, I don't know if I see, like Wrestling Society X, it looks a lot different, but very similar in the same ways. Some, I don't know. It's, what do you mean? It's comparable, but then it's like completely not. This is what I would have liked um, the Wrestling Retribution project to be. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like I was really let down with Wrestling Retribution Project. But like this, As, like if that like lived, that's what I picture this because it's people that we know with different gimmicks and it's working. Yeah. And this is actually well, working. I, I I can see where you're coming from. Um, As for a question for you, disgruntled dork, let's see. Um, uh, what TV shows are you currently watching right now? I am hooked on bro, Walking Dead. I don't Dead. have anything on. Huh? I said, bro, I don't have anything on. What do you mean? What, what TV shows are you Not currently you. watching? No, like, come That's on. What, uh, bro, what are you listening to? I'm, I don't no. have anything in my ears. Oh, yeah, I, I got you. Okay, now I get the reference. Funny. Okay, how many times are you going to refer to the Zack Ryder episode? A lot. As much as it's going to... That's our biggest episode ever. <laughs> um, yeah, what TV shows are you watching? Right now I'm watching American Horror Story Freak Show, which I love. Um, and Gotham. I'm hooked I'm hooked on Gotham. The Penguin character is is perfect. Uh, so yeah, if you're, what TV show are you watching? What are your thoughts on whatever you're watching? Because if it's the same thing, we can talk about that a little bit. But uh, so, just yeah. back to... The Lucha Underground real fast. Uh-huh. It's the executive producer is Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett. What, who is that? So it's like you, you think you know that name. It sounds familiar, correct? It, it does, yeah. I just don't know why. His biggest show that he's produced is Survivor. Okay. He's done The Apprentice, Shark Tank, tons of stuff. So it's like with that, I don't know what executive producers actually do other than have their name on it. Uh-huh. But with that power behind it, I don't. It's weird that it's on the L Ray Network, but I, I, I have to see more from it. But yo, Prince Puma is freaking amazing. I think I don't understand the hype with Blue Demon Junior though. Well, he's like, just I, one of the legendary. Yeah, I feel like is that like kind of the deal where if you're in that family, you could still not be that great, but you'll still be regarded as really good. No, I if, think I think you're just. When you hear Lucha Libre, you're used to something like Rey Mysterio. But, I mean, overall, I didn't... I don't know. You're I, not used Blue to Demon. Mil Mascaris or something like Blue Why, Demon. Why, you like Blue Demon? Yeah, I don't have any problems with him. I thought that submission hold was the shits, too, by the, the way. The shits? Yeah, I wasn't impressed with it. I disagree. It was, I didn't see the factor of where the, where's the pain. His I didn't like it. whole leg. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. But everybody should definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, it's more, wrestling. it's more wrestling to watch for you. Uh, and this, dude, I was so excited to watch this. This I'd rather watch this than something like WWE Raw. 
I really would because this is like this is interesting to me. Not All right, the but the one thing is, that the storyline's goofy, but that's the thing. The storylines kind of take me away from it a little bit, and the fact that it is wrestling society X is X ish. But I do regret not watching enough wrestling society X. So for that really? reason, you didn't watch that. I did, but not a lot. Like I do remember Seidel and those people like catching my eyes, but. Like, I was a fan of Seidel back then, but I only knew him from Wrestling Society X. Right. I didn't know Ring of Honor or anything like that. So I'm open to watching a lot more of this, though. Yeah. Um, next comment is from Jason. Got more. Uh, got some more complaints about WWE 2K15 that I want to get out there. Maybe see if Brandon has any more. Number one, Rob Van Dam has no design on his boots except for his main attire. Number two... The Bing the Bing geez. The Bing Rells. The Bing Rells. Yes. <laughs> let's go with that. The Bing Rells during every person's entrance in a six-man tag match. Ooh. Number three, the difficulty level on who got NXT ranges from either ridiculously easy to impossibly difficult. Most notably the final match of Zane versus Aro. I have to kick out of this finisher and then store three of my own to perform an oh my god moment. Thanks, guys. Jason at Jay Linick. Um, it's me, kind of for me. I didn't have problems with Zayn Cesaro, but but yeah. What was your deal? Because you were telling me the other day how did how it was too difficult for you to uh, be accomplished me accomplishing who got next, but like some you had it on easy, right? Well, no. Eventually, I switched it to easy to see if it would change, and it didn't change. Like, one of the matches with Rusev, like, the first match is versus, like, Xavier Woods. And it's a very quick squash match. But then the next match or a few matches later, it's like, you're going half hour and you shouldn't have to go a half hour for shit like that. Mm -hmm. This fucking... That's the, it, okay, Rey, Mysterio, but... Rey Mysterio versus Rusev, the, the thing was to get Rey's legs, I think, critically or moderately damaged in under three minutes. I had him on full red every single time and it wasn't registering and it was getting me so fucking pissed off because I was doing exactly what they said under three minutes and it wasn't working. I finally went back to it yesterday. I, it must have been some sort of glitch or something and it, it finally worked, but I don't know. There's just some points that... Uh, that's the thing. Like, I feel like you're spoiled. Not you like specifically, but fans in general are spoiled with the game being so easy when it comes to a wrestling game. I think that there should be very difficult, if, especially if it's trying to get who got like some sort of a... Um, if you're trying to unlock a few characters or accomplish something, I feel like it should be very difficult. So this way, once you accomplish it, it's like, oh, finally, I did it, as opposed to, okay, I, cool, I, I unlock these so. guys, now I can play. I think that Undertaker thing, the beat the streak, was so much more difficult than this John Cena thing. So then why are you ha having so much complaint about it? There's Because there's points where it's either really hard or really easy and it makes no sense. It shouldn't be like completely polar opposites. I, I, that's, I don't know. I just don't see the point. Maybe once I get hands-on with it, but... I beat, I, but I even, beat Sami even, Zayn's thing in like maybe 20 minutes. Uh -huh. Rusev took me three days. Okay, but makes no so, sense. I think that's fine. No, it doesn't make sense. And fucking Adrian Neville's drop kick almost never connects. I had to change it. 
Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. Even in when you go preview the move, it doesn't connect. That's weird. Um, I there's, guess there's things like here and there, like the entrances, they're like really zoomed in. And I think the Titan Trons are wrong. The uh-huh. Titan Trons, I think, are a different resolution. That's weird. Yeah, because with uh, some of the Titan Trons, or, or probably all, I don't know how many Titan Trons I've watched yet, but when you're actually playing the game and the Titan Trons on the screen, some of it, some of the times it's cut off. And it shouldn't be cut off. It should be a full Titantron, and it's not. And I know everybody else has the same complaint. Not complaint, but everybody else's game, so I know it's not just mine, has that Randy Orton thing that you can't use him in Superstar Threads, the retro one. Mm-hmm. There's just a bunch here and there that it's like they, 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 it's like they released the game without testing it or something. It's like false pretenses almost. But, I don't know. I still have fun playing the game. It's cool, but... It's just like 2K14 with less features. Yeah. No, I definitely... I understand your complaints and everything, but I just... I don't know. I just don't see the point of having you be able to unlock everything and have it be easy. Um, I don't know. But it is still... I'm sure we're going to have a lot more complaints from not just you, but from Jason and everyone else that does have WWE 2K15. So, I mean, my only complaint is Zack Ryder's not in it. But on the other hand, I'm sure that the creative superstar is going to be amazing with Zack Ryder. If people have that, I don't know. No. It's cool on a 2K15 for the current gen, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, they now allow you to import textures in. Oh, yeah. I saw the video of that. That where the guy could import the his face and yeah, so, whatever images for the attire into the game. Yeah, so Explain instead that. of... Well, instead of... Well, because... In last year's game, and probably WW13, maybe WW13, I'm not sure, people would hack the game and, and get textures in. But now I guess they're like, well, we're going to pull one over you, and fucking, we're going to do that and let people actually do it. I think that's awesome. Wait, so pretty much you could create, uh, if you wanted to, you could create Dixie Carter in the video game. I guess. And, I mean, you could, you could pretty much upload any face that you want, and they're whatever's on their attire. And you could have a spot-on version of that wrestler. Which is weird. Like, are we, I wonder if we're allowed to keep, like, private. Are we allowed to have some private things? Like, are we allowed to post? What do you mean? Like, are we allowed to privately post it where other people won't see what we're uploading? Why wouldn't uh, you want... Oh, just in case you use your face? Just anything in general. I don't know. Like, why? I don't need people to see what I'm uploading. No, I, I could understand, but, I mean... I think it would be fun. I think that's a great mode to have. It does. It sounds like it takes a lot of time, though. It probably doesn't. Although they say, like, oh, we really want this to be good, so we're going to go ahead and take this into a shop and edit it. They're doing exactly what the hackers did, except now they're just, just possible to do it. So in the sense, yes, it, it's not going to look exactly what they did in that video because the guy goes in and, and edits it out and edits the face, but... It's whatever. Yeah. Word. Um, thank you very much to everyone that left a comment, question. I appreciate everyone that um, – I tried to tag whoever I could think of. And I appreciate everybody that did leave a comment and question and respond to that. So once again, thank you very much. Much appreciated. Um, let's talk about some sports entertainment though. Let's get right into SmackDown. Yeah. 
Um, you want to touch the middles first? Yeah. Well, I really All right. But... Yeah. Uh, SmackDown kicked off with the Divas costume battle royal. Uh, it's in the. For, it was for, for it was the for number, the number one, one. Yeah. Yeah. Number one contendership. <laughs> Uh huh. The number one contendership. I thought it was a little bit. I mean, there were part, parts of it that were sloppy, like when they started to square off one on one. You saw some sloppy wrestling from like Rosa Mendez and Wow, Game Cameron. Well, wow. I mean, is it just me or Natalia? Eh. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like she's kind of. I think it's because she's so good and she just doesn't have a thing behind her. Mm-hmm. And they don't use her properly. <clears throat> All right. Before this match, we actually saw a clip of Brie Bella dressed as Daniel Bryan earlier in the night. And Nikki sent her off to get a bag that she ordered. So Brie couldn't be in the Battle Royal. But it was pretty funny to see her dressed as Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nikki Bella actually ended up defeating everyone, which was Paige, Natalia, Naomi, Summer Rae, Layla, Emma, Rosa Mendez, Cameron, and Alicia Fox. Uh, yeah, to, to what's that? Some of these costumes just weren't uh, creative enough. Yeah, some of them I kind of didn't get. I mean, uh, I really like how Paige was dressed as Summer Rae. I thought that was funny. Yeah. The one thing that I did really like was the end. I did like the finish where Alicia Fox speared Paige out of the ring. I thought that worked really well. Yeah, and eliminated herself. Yeah, in the process, leaving Bef- Nikki to be the, the winner. Before that, I think Nikki, she had a pretty good spine buster during the match. I don't know if you remember that at all, but... I do. I do. Yeah. I thought that was very good as well. Yeah. So um, that's it. So Nikki is now the number one contender? As Nikki, far as the show goes? Yeah, Nikki is the number one contender. I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah. Uh, we also had in the middles, um, what was it between Miss TV, right? TV, yeah. All right. So Miss TV took place. I thought, um, it was great. They had Mark Henry on the Miss TV, uh, Miz and Damian Miz now. I thought, I thought it was nice. I thought it was good. I don't know. I, the whole thing, it's like, yeah, that part was fine, but then big show came down and Miz and Miz now got shoved into big show and just like, kind of just got like discarded. And uh, Big Show went to attack Mark Henry, or and then they brawled, I guess, outside the ring. And Mark Henry slammed him through the barricade. Like Pro- I, the problem I have with that, and all of, the whole, it, it's just Mark Henry, Big Show. Yeah, I didn't think that it was necessary for. I don't. I don't like the thing that Mark Henry threw Miz and Mizdow into Big Show. Because why? Why does Big Show have uh, Mark Henry have to hide behind someone? Yeah, or use a tactic like that. And I feel like that's something that if you're going to want to do a barricade spot like that, save that for live television. And it wasn't even like... It wasn't even... He, yeah, they, it wasn't effective enough that he just threw Big Show and then Big Show's like, yeah. no, that doesn't work for me. I think that that spot has really been overdone recently. I mean, not really recently, but Roman Reigns has killed it. And I feel like there's really... Killed it in a good way. Uh... Bad way, really. Actually, just because it's so overdone now, I feel like I saw Roman Reigns do it like four times. In reality, you probably saw it doing like once. No, 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 no. at least twice. But it, overall, I feel like it's one of those spots that it should be a, a lot more rare than it is. Like once every. Well, all you got to do is build up a finisher, and you get the oh my god moment. So. No, yeah, there you go. Um, and then another medium. Medium. Uh, another middle was Rusev defeating Kali. 
uh, U.S. champ Sheamus on commentary. What on commentary? W- no, he no. came out after. Yeah. Okay. What could WWE have been thinking to put this on TV again? I don't right. understand this shit. I don't understand. Why? What this don't you all. understand? It's like why? Because it, it just—I don't know. To me, this doesn't do anything for Rusev. We've already seen shit like this, and Kali's—that just completely kills Kali. But it's not like I want him to be built yeah, up or anything. Kali, the only way that you're gonna Kali has to be that person that he did that he was when he first came in. If you want to build him up, if not, he's not being built up. But it's like sometimes um, Rusev has like really simple matches, and against somebody like Kali, shouldn't be that simple. Yeah, and I, I, I could agree with that. Where one week he has a squash match, for example, versus like someone like Zack Ryder. And then the other week he'll have uh, an actual comp- competitive match. Well, I guess I should be saying the reverse. Uh, a squash match with Kali. And then an actual competi- like semi-competitive match with Zack Ryder. It just doesn't make sense. Like So then pretty much you're putting Zack Ryder on, a, on the same level as Kali in facing Rusev. But Zack Ryder can last longer than Kali. Yeah, which makes no sense. Uh, I could see your argument with it, though. And then Sheamus afterwards came out and said uh, he called Rusev out, I guess. Or Rusev actually called Sheamus out. And Sheamus came out and then uh, Rusev challenged him to a match. So a match was set up for the title. Yeah. Um, And now on to the goods. Uh, I didn't even bother writing down the Adam Rose shit that happened. Yeah, there's – I don't get the point of that R-Truth talk. Yeah. Uh, is it heel? I mean, yeah, he was saying that he was joking and everything, but still. Uh, Kane defeated Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I thought it was a very good match. Yeah, before, liked- before the match, though, Kane and Seth Rollins cut a promo just basically hyping up the main event. That's basically it. <laughs> All right. Um, you can yeah. speak about the match, though, itself. Yeah, no, the match was... Uh, I thought it was a good match. I like the fact that Kane caught... Uh, Ziggler with the choke slam while Ziggler was like mid air. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, I thought that was awesome. very cool. What's funny is that's pretty much all Ziggler. I mean, yeah, it's Kane catching him. Yeah, but it's really Ziggler because once he gets, once he jumps into him, he kind of has to make sure he grabs a hold of Kane somewhere so this way he doesn't overshoot him or something. Yeah, and uh, after the match, Noble and Mercury beat down Ziggler and lifted him up so Kane could tell him that he had another match. Which led right into Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler, which was basically just Seth Rollins hitting Ziggler with the curb stomp to win right away. Which I'm actually surprised that you have in the goods. And the reason why I'm fine with this is because okay. it's the authority's message to Ziggler to not join Team Cena. And it's like it, it means something. But don't, but I mean, just to backtrack to like, I guess, last episode or whatever. But don't like. Wouldn't you feel? I mean, I'm assuming that this is your mindset. Wouldn't you feel that this is like making Rollins look bad, kind of like picking up the pieces in this manner? Well, that's what they're doing with Rollins, regardless, which is one. But like, I mean, like, I feel like that's doing with him. But I feel like that's been really every time that happens. I think you really um, you you toss it in the middle, so you're not really behind it because you don't like that. I think in this case, it was just it was more it was less about Rollins and more about the authority saying do not join Team Cena. Okay, so mm-hmm. no, I can see it. We also had Ryback defeating Heath Slater 
Heath was dressed as a scarecrow and he was like, oh, I'm not afraid. I'm not a coward. Like the worst promo ever, which I, which is yeah. surprising coming from Heath. But uh, <clears throat> I guess it's back to when Ryback debuted with this stuff. I, I thought this was a fun match. I no, mean, I, I, especially because I did understand the comedic value of it just because nothing, it was Halloween. To me, nothing really happened. It's like if Hawkins the, and Rex were still employed, we'd see Ryback versus the both of them in like two weeks. I think that the main reason for this was because you – I don't know. Just to get Slater on television, that hand trick thing that he did pull was kind of funny on Ry, Ryback where just, he yeah. – Ryback pulled this hand out. I just – I didn't – it's just – it's old Ryback, and I don't get why they're doing that. No, I, I can see your reasoning. We already know no Ryback's reason. a beast. There's yeah, no there's reason. no there's no reason to give him the same um, the same quality of matches that people like Rusev are getting when it's not Sheamus. Right, and I still don't even think Rusev should be getting those matches. I agree, but I, I mean, now that he's with Sheamus, I mean that's perfect pairing. But where where do you put Ryback now? Rusev is against Sheamus, not Ryback. I mean, where Ryback. do you put? Ryback could go to the main event soon. Yeah, hopefully it's not like Ryback versus Big E in a storyline. Because I could definitely see them Thank trying you. to do that. Thank you for jinxing it. Yeah, right now. Um, you also had in your... Yeah, no. no. Where are we? We had oh, Los no. Matadores yeah. defeating Gold Star or Goldust and Stardust. Now, help me out here, Cousin Brandon. No, I, why I, is I 100% this, agree with you. Why is this not a DQ? I have no idea. El Torito got involved in the end, which I have no idea why like, it wasn't. Why he, hit, he hit Stardust. Yes, why is he treated any different than... I mean, if, if a diva slapped a wrestler or something... Actually, no, I can't even say because it depends on what mood that they're in with booking and creative... This is a DQ. He actually got involved. Which makes me believe WWE doesn't think minis are people. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I mean, it, it, it's a DQ. The Wyatt family could attack you while break up a pin of Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt and get DQ'd, while Torito could get physically involved in the match, while the Wyatt family are involved in the match, like in their six-way tag team matches. It's because if, El Torito's not a fucking person. To I don't get it. I don't know. But it caused a distraction and Gold just got rolled up. Yeah. Uh, in your main event, you had Dean Ambrose going over Cesaro. Uh, it was what, what was a it? trick or street fight. Match. Okay. I thought that this was a fun match. I thought it was good. I liked the back body drop onto the pumpkins. Yeah, that was cool. There were a bunch of like carved pumpkins, like you said, everywhere. There was a candy corn colored kendo stick. You had brooms, skeletons, tons of Halloween weapons. Really fun <laughs> match to watch. Yeah. There was I even mean, at one point where, uh, was it Cesaro made him go bombing for apples? I think so. I think so. And then the match ended with uh, Ambrose hitting Cesaro with the dirty deeds. First uh, of all. With the pumpkin. First of all, Ambrose was using that skeleton as a weapon and Cesaro su suplexed both of them. Yeah. That was a fun spot to watch. I like that. Yeah, no, it was definitely a fun match. And there I was feel candy like everywhere. That's something to mention as well. I, I got actually, nervous. Dude, because it went into the crowd with that Yeah, almost. I got nervous because there's just like, oh, please, I hope that candy didn't hit someone. It was good candy, though. It was like actual like Kit Kats and shit. Didn't TNA do something with a candy recently and it was like dollar store candy or something? Oh, God. Right? Didn't no, they? I don't know. We, I, I don't, don't know. I remember shitting on it, I thought, but I couldn't find anything about it. I don't, I don't know. know what it was. Maybe, I don't know. Overall, SmackDown was a decent, it was a pretty good SmackDown. 
Yeah, it was. There was no bads. No. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. And let's talk about the middles. Yeah, if Big Show defeated Mark Henry via disqualification when Mark Henry used the steel steps. I don't get that, though, because, like, it's not a full world's uh, strongest slam onto the steps. What do you when mean? He, like, after the match, I believe he did the world's strongest slam to Big Show onto the steps. Yeah. I feel like it's, it looks like he's just placing him onto the steps. Uh, yeah, well... As opposed to doing it in the ring where he's, like, falling down with it and he, you have his weight going with everything. Yeah. When he when it's involving, like, the steps or something elevated, it's just really him placing him onto it. <laughs> but like, I, I, think, weird. I think this is such... Like, the match itself was okay, just not what we need to be seeing. I think it's a waste of TV time, which could be put towards younger talent. Yeah, it doesn't, I, I it doesn't make sense to rehash this feud. There's no feud to rehash. I think that it should have it should be done with. There's no point to it. The yeah. saving grace of this feud would be to end it right now. The whole buildup was dumb. Sorry, whoever wrote it. Yeah, but, I, I I agree with you. Uh, you also had Rusev, right? Mm-hmm. Rusev defeating Zack Ryder. Um, and this goes back, I mean, we already spoke about this really kind of with the squash or the competitive matchup. Yeah, I just hate seeing Rusev destroying people who we already know aren't going to win. Yeah. Even though Ryder had some nice offense in this match, it's just, I don't, it's just, I don't understand why they're doing this with Rusev. Yeah. But um, with Ryder, though, I think a spot on Team Cena could yeah. be great for Zack Ryder, could do so much. He honestly, if they put him in that position, he will shine. Yes. Yeah, and so. for those that don't know, like that do not think that Zack Ryder will shine, go watch some of his ZTLIS. Go watch even when he had those heel promos. Just watch what was it, 2012 with him and Ziggler putting on one of the yeah. like, best matches, some of the best matches. Yeah, he's a great ring worker. That's why for those that dislike him, that's why he's on TV so as often as he is. Hashtag get Zack Ryder on Team Cena and tweet it to John Cena. Fuck, tweet it to Vince McMahon. Tweet it to Triple H. At this point, I don't care. Tag Zack Ryder too. Just get it out there. To, you don't have to tag Zack <laughs> Let's get him out there. Get him into that, that scene. We have a voice. Yeah, Let's we not... got Brooklyn Brawler, but... <laughs> Seriously. No. Um... And that's it for the middles, I believe, correct? Yes. All right. And, wow, is this possible? No bets. Right. But, wow, uh, double, but double, uh, double booking with the no bets. I think that okay. happens pretty often now. That's good. But uh, Vince McMahon and the authorities started off Monday Night Raw, and they spoke about, well, he spoke about Survivor Series, saying that if Team Authority loses, they will be disbanded and no longer will have power. So I don't get it though. So is Vince McMahon a uh, face? I like why is basically. he why is he not with the authority? Why is he it's, not? It's like, He's the whole reason like why the authority is a thing. But it's like rehashing that old storyline of Vince McMahon versus the uh, Triple H and Stephanie for control and everything. But it's well, I mean, it's Vince McMahon. It wasn't Vince McMahon got thrown out of power, right? Yeah. So it's just I don't know. yeah. I mean, it's always – I can't believe how much Vince McMahon is starting to look like he's aging now. I uh, guess uh, kind of, a little especially bit. Especially now that we're watching that Monday Night Wars. It's because we haven't – we don't see him regularly enough. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, in the opening contest, we saw Dean Ambrose defeating Cesaro uh, via the uh, Dirty Deeds very quickly, too. It's a good match, though. Good match, as always. Yeah. During, match. The, during the match, they had the Wyatt family, or Bray Wyatt's thing now, and uh, they went to commercial break, which I thought was so stupid. But when they got back from commercial break, Bray Wyatt was sitting on the stage rocking in his chair. And uh, after the match, the thing happened again and he disappeared. But uh, I guess that's mind games with Ambrose. But I'm in curious regards, with all that. Like when the lights go out and everything, who's bringing out the chair and everything like that? It's probably, yeah, I don't know. Like I feel like it's just witnessing that in... in uh, in person, it's going to feel a lot different than seeing it on TV play out. Well, but maybe the lights go out. I don't know. Actually, you couldn't have. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. But in, in regards to Cesaro, it's like he always gets time to shine, but he's, to me, he's just become an upper mid-card enhancement talent. But I think that it's okay with that for now. I don't know. I really, I don't, It's it worries me. You know, let me. Because he absolutely deserves more. He has... Two wins out of the nine matches in the past month. Okay, but not, I still not think counting live events. I'm still very firm on the fact that Cesaro can lose a match and still be strong. And I think WWE knows this and knows that knows what they have in Cesaro. I just, at least, I just at least feel I, it's like, but on SmackDown, SmackDown uh -huh. he lost. He had a pumpkin on his head. Yeah, and then but, he lost to Dean Ambrose, and then again lost to Dean Ambrose. I get, okay. yeah, you're building up Ambrose, but Cesaro needs to be maintained. I think that it's okay because Cesaro uh, is going to put on a really good match no matter who he's facing. And I just feel like it's okay because you could you could have – they know – or at least I'm having faith in WWE and the fact you that they know. Assume. Yeah, that like they know what they have in Cesaro and they they realize they could pull the trigger at any moment and launch Cesaro up there. Well, that's the but thing, they're just waiting – that's the thing. We just assume it. But that's the thing, too. Like, I feel like they're just waiting for uh, the proper time. I mean, Roman Reigns should be back by December. But it's just so like, are it's, you gonna, it's just one of, I don't know. It's one of those things that we don't know. And it but goes are back. You, like, with, I'm sorry, but if you're going to have Roman Reigns coming back in December, right? And he was up in the main event scene. Who's a face. So then why? Cesaro could be healed. But don't, what, don't, it's just that's I don't kind know. of overcrowding it. I don't know. It's it goes back to like it, with with Zack Ryder even. We all saw potential. Everybody got behind him because he believed in himself. But WWE, like they're like, oh yeah, we can get behind him. Let's sell tons of merch. Boom, drop him. Well, it's, I think it's one of those things that they just sometimes we don't know if they're actually going to pull a trigger or not. I, I'm going to maintain faith in the WWE, which is very rare, but I'm very – I do think that they do know what they have in Cesaro, especially with the way that they speak about him and especially a lot of the – like Jim Ross and all these uh, veterans do speak so highly of Cesaro. Uh, Stone Cold, Jericho, all of these wrestlers highly praise Cesaro and his work ethic. Yeah, but a bunch I mean, of it's, them it's, praise it's, Zack Ryder too. Yeah, but also look at the usage of Cesaro. He's on – a lot more often than Zack Ryder was during that time. Uh, so I do think that during they... During what time, though? Huh? During what time? Because Ryder was on, like, a lot. I just feel... I don't know. I just feel like it would be dumb to pull the trigger on Cesaro because if you pull the trigger on him... Okay, you get that in that um, 
that main event spot. But I don't think that if you pull the trigger now, it's going to last too long. I feel like the return of Daniel Bryan, the return of Roman Reigns, uh, and the stuff like even Dean Ambrose, his huge push right now. I feel like everything. Which I really don't even believe is a huge push. But I feel like it's going to overshadow if they do pull the trigger on Cesaro as well. I feel like you could put, you could wait till after WrestleMania to pull the trigger on Cesaro, and he's going to be safe. He will still be in that main event scene. I think anything, I think gonna, Cesaro and Ambrose. Are on the, I think Ambrose and Cesaro are on the same level right now. I think Ambrose is a Except lot. Ambrose higher. is winning matches. Yeah, but I think they're putting over Ambrose a lot more against Bray Wyatt for no reason. But he's also he's just getting out of a storyline with the authority, yeah, and he's doing nowhere. a lot of media. It led nowhere. It's just one of those things that that like just it's Not, hot, and then all of a sudden less hot, less hot. While it's still thing, I don't, I don't while it still hot. can while it still can maintain its heat because of the fact that Bray Wyatt's incredible promos and Ambrose's incredible promos, but it's just a feud that leads nowhere. It I just doesn't I think make it, sense. I don't. Sometimes. I am. I don't think that that makes a difference. But that's just a difference of opinion. No, I mean, I don't think a feud uh, always has to be about a title. But I, I think a feud should mean something. I don't know. I, we we have to wait and see. But well, we, yeah, that's the thing. We do have to wait and see. Uh, didn't Ambrose? Doesn't Bray Wyatt have something over Ambrose too? Like what? Like he knows a secret, or he's going to reveal something about Dean Ambrose. I think you're thinking of NYWC. No, 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 I'm I'm serious. I think that that may be. I remember reading that 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 may actually end up being the storyline, or it is currently going on. That I don't know. There's there is a connection with Dean Ambrose and Bray Wyatt, but we just don't know what that connection is yet. Jesus Christ, she's eating with a giant fucking fork. <laughs> nah. All right, so let's we spoke a lot about that. So let's go on to the next match. The Miz defeated Jimmy Uso. I was a I I, I really like this match. That's one, surprising. I really like this match. The one thing that I do question: Do you think that Damian Miz that was taken away a little bit too much from the match itself? I don't think so. Like, you, but you know what I mean. I like, how he's doing... a manager and a like you don't yeah, want no, to take I, I, off the ring. But I think it's it's more so. He's doing exactly what's happening in the ring, mm-hmm. whereas like Ric Flair would just be like, "Woo!" Nah, so. I, but I thought it was a good match. I really liked the. I think that maybe I liked it so much because of the addition of Miz now, and I I get such a good laugh, like where he gets Miz is on the outside of the ring, so then Miz now jumps like leaps into the air, so this way he lands right next to him. Yeah, it's just it's just humorous. Yeah, the match came to an end when Miz now went to go into the ring, and yes. Jimmy, Jimmy pulled him out, and he got kicked by Jay, and then uh, Miz ended up hitting uh, Jimmy with the skull crushing finale after he was distracted. So yeah, it was really. Fine match to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was a great filler, and it may not have a point, but it was a great filler. Speaking of not having a point in great fillers, Tyson Kidd on Monday Night Raw defeating Sheamus in what seemed to be like Christmas in November. <laughs> yeah, it was a win via countout. And, hey, it's still Tyson Kidd picking up the and And Tyson Kidd yeah. stopped Sheamus from getting back in the ring by using Natalia, Which I loved. But yeah. I don't know how – I didn't even speak to you about this, but I love – I love the fact that Tyson Kidd is playing up the heel, and he is, they are playing up the fact that him and Natalia aren't getting along. Which is... But it's, I, it's dumb, but... Yeah, yeah but awesome. I could understand, especially if for the people that do watch Total Divas and yeah. don't really... Oh my god, get, he just threw his wife in front of this big... Exactly, I feel like guy. there are people out there that watch Total Divas and don't get 
WWE really too much. So they do see it being played up on WWE television. I love the fact that he used Natalia to block Sheamus from getting back in the ring. Oh my God, Kanye, look at this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully we'll see more of Kid being integrated on Monday Night Raw again because he's too good to not be used on live television. Guy's talented as hell. Yeah, like there's, there's, the, I don't know, I don't like it's a class of who. There's like a class in WWE right now, like Tyson Kidd, Dolph Ziggler, and Cesaro that that get used sometimes on television, and it's just fuck, man. Just do it. Just have them on every single week. Have Tyson Kidd every single week. Who do you think? Because the one thing that I didn't like too much was the commentators. I understand they're trying to put over Sheamus, Natalya, not really Kid, but like put over put him over as a heel. Do you think that who has the better career, Natalya or Kid? Because I think personally, I do think that Kid has the better career WWE wise than Natalya, especially with well at this heart. at this point, I would say Natalya because the, based off the fact that she gets used weekly, monthly, yearly. But oh, but besides when, but how often title they've been wise, used? Title yeah. wise, obviously, I would say Tyson Kidd. I mean, he was, I him believe, and Davey Boy Smith, uh, Junior Harry Smith. Yeah, D. H. Smith. They were the long, one of the longest reigning, maybe. Yeah, like that's the thing I didn't like. I'm like, actually, I think that kid had a better had so far a better career than Natalia in the WWE, and he has better matches. But that's not fair uh, for Natalia because look at who she has to work with. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Natalia do really good matches with uh, Charlotte when, when she has the proper when she has the proper. Well, don't uh, say the proper when I just say Charlotte. Yeah. Um. Also in the goods, you had Ziggler taking on Rollins, defending his Intercontinental Championship. Dude, I thought for sure Ziggler was losing it. Um, it went to a no contest, though. Why is this no contest and not a DQ? That's also another thing I don't... <laughs> but, like, well, before the match, let's say that the Authority tried to convince Dolph Ziggler to join them. And Ziggler basically said, no, I want to see the Authority crumble. And, uh... So Rollins ended up hitting Dolph Ziggler with a curb stomp. And Randy Orton came out of nowhere and hit him with an RKO. Which should have been which, a DQ. Which the reason why I don't think it was the DQ and it was a no contest instead was because they're in the same group. That's the thing that I hate so much though. Yeah. Like even if like a... I it's mean, like the whole thing before. with like Paige and Alicia Fox most recently. Where Paige hits Alicia Fox, that should be a DQ, but no, they're they're fucking they're yeah, friends together, whatever. So that's the one thing I don't like. Like any physical contact in a harmful manner should be a DQ. Yeah, so I don't. I, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a bad because if we were tag team and we were having a match, I could punch you and I would carry get the you, victory. Though. I would carry you. Of course. Thank of you. Course. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Titus O'Neil took on Ryback. Ryback picked up the victory. O'Neil is another guy. How we were talking? It's so weird that it's just it's like a completely reset for Ryback. But it's yes, no, I, I see that. Um, I do think, but I put O'Neil in that category with Tyson Kidd. Yeah, and with all the and Slater uh, and Ziggler, Heath Slater. You could say that Zack Ryder as well. Slater Ryder. I feel like O'Neil is in that league as well, where. Yeah. I mean, you could toss in all of your NXT wrestlers, too. Dude, I Tyson feel like this Kidd, upcoming I mean, class. Titus O'Neil had a great match on NXT last week. Oh, even like his clashes with Sami Zayn, whether it's on the mic or... I mean, Titus O'Neil, let's not take away anything that he does on the mic. 
Right. He's he he cuts a really good promo. And I just feel like at some point, maybe five years down, I don't know how old he is, but I feel like once you He's get 57. all these Right. <laughs> I feel like all like you have all these wrestlers, Gabriel, Kid, O'Neal, and you have a good like at some point they'll make a good core. Even like Cody, once Stardust is gone. Yeah. Definitely. Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow. No. I think the WWE I, I mean I think the WWE is safe. I meant to say Mizdow, but yeah. still um, Damian Sandow will make But it's the thing though, it's we don't we don't know if they'll pull the trigger because look at we thought they this this would happen years ago and it's still Cena on top. I know. It's still Orton being pushed to the moon. Yeah. Alright, so we had some promos. Uh yeah, earlier in the night we had a Luke Harper promo air. It was just but do we know that it's Luke Harper? That was yet. definitely 100% Luke Harper. Okay. And I then, thought it was good. Oh, also on SmackDown, while we're mentioning the Eric Rowan thing, we forgot to mention that on SmackDown, Eric Rowan was uh, watching See No Evil 2, and Kane walked in, and uh, he took off his mask. Kane sat down to watch with him, and he goes, You scare me? Or something. And on Monday Night Raw... Uh, Renee Young was interviewing Nikki, I think, and she was done with that. And Eric Rowan walked by and started stroking Renee's hair and was like, pretty. Yeah, pretty. So to me, Eric Rowan is turning into like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Yeah. Where like. Which is very Festus like. But not even because everybody. That's what like the thing. Everybody can compared Festus and Jesse to Lenny and George. That's how I saw it. But it's every time Festus's anger would, would come out was the bell. That's what triggered his But I feel like we've seen off. the same thing with with Lenny. I mean, there was a small small anger with him. But I it believe. wasn't but I feel like this this more will be like Eric Rowan will be more simple and It'll come at the like the weirdest times where like he doesn't mean like because Lenny for those of you who don't ever plan on well Lenny Rice didn't men, mean Lenny didn't kill that mean to kill that bunny right so that's what I'm thinking will be more like Eric like Eric Rowan won't be a heel I think it'll be more like a face but like he'll do bad things but not meaning to do them okay I can see where you where you're going with this that's what I'm that's the, what it looks like to me but I mean. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. Nikki Bella defeated Emma um, by cross. Uh, no, Nikki w- uh, won the match, but there was a point in the match that I really liked where Emma was doing that cross body to the turnbuckle, and then Nikki nailed her with a drop kick while she was doing that. Yeah, I thought that that was a nice sequence. Yeah, and it's apparent that the Bella twins can wrestle. Uh yeah, and. After the match, Nikki made Bree slap AJ, and AJ pushed Bree down, which I yeah. still don't think as a it. I don't. Nah. An assistant shouldn't have to do that. I agree. Um, another promo aired with Xavier Woods. Yeah, it was kind of James Brown esque. Yeah, he had the he had the, the cape, cape. He had the choir. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked it, but I don't know what's... I guess now Speed Force and everything, the best friends are done. The Which I'm Kofi okay with. Langston and Langston. I thought that could have been a, a group that could have I, done things. With the name of that, I just don't see them doing anything. 
I feel like the only way to make that group powerful is to make them into a power dominant group, like not to racial or anything, but like the nation of domination, the APA, something in that factor, but not like, not the way that. Well, that's no, that's different because we didn't, we never got to see when they first did, when they, the only time that they had TV time, they were doing that, like. We're sick and tired of this yeah. shit, basically. But the thing that doesn't the thing that doesn't help it is having Biggie Langston on uh what is it, like the JBL and Cole show. JBL show or well, something like that where not, he's cutting. That's not Biggie Langston on JBL and Cole show. That's Doctor Whatever. But I feel like when you're doing stuff like that, even in the WWE inbox where it is Biggie Langston yeah. Biggie, like I feel like you can't be doing stuff like that if you want us to be taking you seriously but as you're that's telling also, us I, I think that's something WWE just never Pulled the trigger on. They just didn't. For some reason, they they gave it that one time and a house show here or there. Or I mean, same thing should be said about Kofi, where they didn't pull the trigger when he was in that feud with Orton. Kofi should have been champion by now. I agree with you. And I think a heel Kofi could have been something fun. I think I still think that Kofi heel would be fun. I think it should happen. Uh, Fernando defeated Stardust. Uh, with the backstabber or backcracker, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Well, during the match, Goldust got on the ropes and Diego went to pull him off but got pushed into the ring steps. And then El Torito got into the ring and dropkicked Goldust into Miz and Mizdow, which uh, they argued, and that's when Fernando hit the backstabber yeah. to uh, to win. So Yeah, they're, win- they're winning me over very slowly. I think we're going to see some sort of like fatal four-way... Tag team match at Survivor Series. Do you see Matadores winning the championship at some point? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they've already been tag team champions as Primo and Epico, but yeah, I would. I, really, I, I you, would, you really don't know. If you asked me that, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. I don't I, remember that. Yeah, I believe they've been tag team champions. I don't see why they wouldn't have been, but it'll probably be leading to like Miz, Mizdow. Um, the Usos, Goldust, Stardust, and and Los Matadores. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about it tag team wise with Ryback, and we'll save it. Uh, in the main event, we had Seth Rollins defeating Randy Orton. Um, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, I was big. There was a one spot where uh, Randy Orton went for a back body drop on Rollins, but Rollins landed on his feet and then went for that like insiguri or bicycle kick that he does. And I thought it looked awesome. And uh, this match was supposed to be the match that ended it all, all the tension between these two, so they could work on Team Authority for Survivor Series. Uh, except afterwards, Randy Orton went to, uh, he shook the, the, what do you want to call them, the Stooges, I guess? Yeah. Shook hands with them, shook hands with Rollins, everything was all right. Boom, RKO. Beat down, he beat down the Authority. Triple H stopped Randy Orton from hitting the punt kick. On Seth Rollins, but uh, Orton Eddie actually and he stopped him from leaving the ring. Orton was ready to walk away. Then Triple H grabbed his arm to pull him back over to him, and then he Randy Orton just threw a punch at him. Yeah, and Kane, Noble, and Mercury went after Orton and beat him down. And Orton almost fought him off, but uh, Seth Rollins ended up hitting a curb stomp. Off of the table, off of the table, onto the steel steps. First, he hit him on to the table, which Orton really didn't even sell. Yeah, it was kind of, I don't know. And then Rollins 
did the curb stomp off the yeah. announcer table to the steel steps, which I think the best part was, Just which I, tripping. yeah, I feel bad for saying that, but that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Especially, I thought it was Noble or Mercury. More, more so, I thought it was Jamie Noble. And then I rewatched. I was like, "No way, it was Kane." Yeah, it was funny as you hear audience member like laughing at him. Yeah, so it was pretty funny. I felt so like you know when you like see something and feel embarrassed for somebody. Yeah, that's what I felt right then. I know. Um, WWE exclusive. Once Raw went off the air, do you think uh, they had Sheamus defend his U.S. Championship against Rusev? Do you think that they promoted this in rough? They said it throughout the night, but like not really. I feel like they should have promoted it more to the live audience a little bit. Like Maybe I feel they like did to the live I, audience. Maybe I don't like the, the viewership. The, I mean, Sheamus did mention it during his promo, but I kind of feel like they should if they didn't because from what I read, it seemed like they said a, like half of the audience already left. Really? Yeah, they said a lot of the audience didn't stick around for this match. To me, it looked like yeah. Well, who the fuck cares about seeing Sheamus versus Rusev? I guess, but I feel like for the to like. To me, the buildup that they did on Raw, I, I literally thought that Sheamus was cutting a promo for a, ma a dark match. Yeah. But, I can hear you. But the match well, took place. It was a really good match, though. Yeah, it was a good match. Match came to an end following uh, Sheamus missing the bro kick in the corner. And then Rusev nailing two sidekicks to his head. And then putting locking in the accolade for Sheamus to pass out. Is that crazy that... In the five years Sheamus has been here, he's never tapped out. I was about to say that. I think that that is insane. I, I even tried to do research on it and come up with something, and I got nothing. Hear this house show in San Diego, California in 2007, no, he, he, 2020. Are you 2000, serious? 2011. <laughs> because that is his only tap out. What? Oh, you're not referring to it? Shut up. No, no, no I'm serious. On a house show, he once tapped out to John Cena. In San Diego? No, I don't know about that. But at a, it was at a house show that Sheamus tapped to John Cena. Really? But Yeah, but that was the only time ever. Hmm. Um, yeah, Rusev has been on a tear, so I'm okay with his, this victory. I just um, – it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. It Rusev has – he's had a, quite a year so far, though. Up and downs, mostly downs, though. Yeah, but right now he's – in, in overall, in pay-per-view televised matches, he has 48 wins. Well, what the fuck, man? What? Obviously. Yeah, I think unbeatable. that's... Well, Bill Yeah, and then on... Well, his only losses, which is four, come from DQs. And then in total, including house shows, he has and 110. Rumbles. Royal Rumbles, too, I would assume. I'm not, um, I'm not sure about that. But no. he has 110 wins in total. So... I, I'm good with this. I guess we're going to see Sheamus Rusev play out a little bit longer. But who's on deck? I don't know. Who's on deck? Hopefully Cesaro. Yeah. Uh, main event took place. You had also, the return. Might as well just throw this in there. WWE posted an article, the title we forgot. Uh, and it European. was all about the European Championship. Nobody forgot about that. Yeah, how you just want us you? to forget about it. Yeah, how dare yeah. you? Um, main event took place. Curtis Axel made his return to action, defeating Justin Gabriel. And then they, you also had Axel and Ryback talking a little bit, saying how Ryback is going to be focusing on his singles career and that they should take time away from each other. But they're not uh, completely done together yet as a tag team, which is uh, awesome because we were big fans of them. 
Uh, Sami Zayn in action against Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd picked up the, the loss, unfortunately, but still, he's being used. Yeah, it's cool that it was actually on main event. Yeah, and then Bray Wyatt defeated Sin Cara. But... Which I thought is fucking stupid. Yeah. I thought that was so stupid. Why have Bray Wyatt in a match, on a show that basically means nothing, in a match that means nothing? When yeah. he's in this feud with Dean Ambrose, when Ambrose is killing it every night, and yeah. here Bray's just going to defeat Sin Cara. I agree. That's stupid. I agree. Um, outside the ring news, November WWE Network. If you have not hear, have not heard, have not heard that it's nine ninety nine, and November is for free. For free. For free. And now they they also took out that six month commitment. Correct. I think I that think I think that if so. you yeah I think if you registered now you're not committed for the six months that originally you were. So interesting. Solomon Crow made his return to action, or not action, but he cut a promo at one of the live NXT shows. So very nice to see Solomon Crow back in the ring, even though it wasn't a match, but still, um, it's him back. Uh, at some point, hopefully, they pull the trigger on him. Shit. And Ken Shamrock, what are your thoughts on him being in the Hall of Fame? Because he's trying to make. Uh, I guess, get a lot of support from fans and rest, fellow wrestlers to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. He thinks that he has done enough and has achieved a lot in his career considering that he was coming in from a non-pro uh, non wrestler background. You know, in that, in that aspect, I could get behind it because he did do a bunch in WWE, like not championship-wise, but for the fact that he was able to come in from the UFC and be a good crossover wrestler for the lengthy amount of time that he was and do mm -hmm. what he did. It just, it won't be like one, it, I don't know. It won't be a celebrity induction, but I go back and forth with it. I don't think he's done enough. I can understand with the crossover and everything, but even still, I mean, you had Dan Severn do the same thing, but Dan Severn, I just, I don't know. I think it's different with them. I mean, yeah, Ken Shamrock was involved with a lot more, uh, greater things, like the, what is it, the Union and stuff, right? The Union? Yeah, don't fucking knock the Union. Yeah. That was my favorite. I mean, wasn't Ken Shamrock? No. But even still, I'm not, I go back and forth with but it. But like. He was with the Hart Foundation for a little bit, right? Who? Ken Shamrock. Didn't he join them? I don't think he joined them. I feel like he was in some sort of a stable besides... But like, but like Ken Shamrock, at least in regards to Dan Severn, Ken Shamrock held championships in WWE. Yeah, he was the IC champ. Um, I don't. I just can't... I feel like... I don't know, maybe... That's like, but that's the know. same thing. It's like, should Sting be inducted? Because, of, because he's Sting? He's never been in WWE. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously Sting should be inducted, but it's just one of those, like, other reasons, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think Ken Shamrock's done. done oh, that's, share. that's what I'm thinking. Ken Shamrock joined the corporation. I remember oh. he was a heel or something. Um, yeah, but overall, I would say no. I, I don't know. think he's... I mean, he's, he's a tag team champion, former tag team, former Intercontinental, King of the Ring. Everybody forgets that. He was a King of the Ring. Yeah, he was. But that's just, I mean, not every King of the Ring winner. I mean, Mabel was King of the Ring. So do we see Mabel? Could he be so. a Hall of Famer? Who knows? Nah. I, I think every other wrestler, 
I mean, except for Sheamus, do we see Sheamus at this point being Hall of Famer? I don't know. Everyone it's, else, it's, the thing literally, got, almost everyone else. You got William Regal, Booker T, Brock Lesnar, Edge, Angle, Billy Gunn, Triple H, Stone Cold, Mabel, Brett, and Owen. Tito Santana is already. Ted DiBiase is already. Savage, Harley Race is already. Don Morocco, he's already. So is Brett. So is Austin. The only other person that the only like the outsiders in this is Mabel, Ken Shamrock, and and Sheamus that we don't know. That we have that we're on the fence with. Yeah, I, I feel like today in like today's era, so many of these wrestlers can be considered Hall of Famers. It's just weird. Like I don't know. I feel like if you're a top dog, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame at some point. Yeah, I mean, like if you're in the main event scene, you are pretty much going to be a Hall of Famer at some point. It's just I don't know. I don't know. Like at the, but at this point, I don't see Seth Rollins being a Hall of Famer. No. But that's no. at this point. There's so much yeah. more left to his career, hopefully. But it's funny because Daniel Bryan, he was so hot that I could feel... I don't I don't know what to say about the Hall of Fame-wise. It's very tough to comment on about it, especially when there's so many other wrestlers that I want to see in there. Like, I mean, but I could understand where you are coming from and Ken Shamrock is coming from. I just don't know. I feel now, like he is trying really, really hard and, and maybe a little bit too desperate I coming off know. as... Lance Storm's pushing pretty hard for Medusa or Alundra Blaze to be inducted. What do yeah. you think about that? I'd rather see Bam Bam Bigelow. I'd rather, like I could give you a list that of other wrestlers that I think are well more deserving than Shamrock and Blaze. Well, as, for, as I'm for sure, for a lot of for, for women wise, you need you need I a mean, woman here. And I there. just feel like Blaze wise, yes, she was at the top of her game. And she did do. She did bring women's wrestling kind of back to WWE, but they also it was just her and Bull Nakano. I mean, they had their feud, but they really didn't give Medusa anything to be working with. So I really don't. I don't know. I don't know, Brandon. I don't know. I don't know. And your T-shirts are too tight, too, Billy. <laughs> um, oh, let's talk about NXT. Yeah, sure. NXT, Sami Zayn picked up a victory over Tyler Breeze, which was a very good match. Tyson Kidd defeated Dash Wilder. Uh, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch teamed up to defeat Bailey and Charlotte. Becky Lynch is so freaking good in that ring. I mean, so, she is, is, so is the other three. Or the other two. <laughs> I was waiting for you to correct yourself. <laughs> um, but even still... I Although see, Charlotte wasn't so bad. No. Nah. Um, just wasn't great or good. Yeah, it was a good okay. good match though. Yeah. Uh, next week you're going to be seeing Sami Zayn take on Adrian Neville for the championship, as we found out courtesy of William Regal. And we also saw the Ascension cut a promo on Hideo Itami, telling him to come on out and bring whoever you want with you. And Itami answered that, came on out, and Finn Balor. Did I say it right? Balor. Baylor. Balor. Balor. And I thought, wait, isn't that what I said? Balor. No, you, you said Balor. I, don't I know, think you I said, said it with an accent. I thought it was kind of dumb, though. What in what regards? Because with the way they cut out the Devitt part, like it just showed up, and Hideo is just pointing to the stage, and everybody pops for Finn Balor as if they know who that is. At that well, point, I think that's fine. I mean, people didn't. Uh, they did put his name out there a lot. He was featured in that those interviews. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, and but he, not but as Fergal. Tri people have been uh, Triple H even tweeted about Finn Balor. But as Fergal Devitt. 
No, no, no. It's Finn Balor. When? Balor. Damn it. Um, well, whenever Triple H tags or tweets out a picture of him and Balor, it's Balor. It's not Devin. So I'm okay with it. I think that I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. I think that this entire future of NXT is just exciting. I mean, you have Neville, Zayn, Balor, Tommy, Kid, Becky Lynch, Banks, Bailey, Breeze. Breeze, wow. I feel like, is one of those wrestlers that gets overlooked so often. A lot of a lot of Breeze, aren't there? He's talented as hell, dude. That's a joke you would get if you watched fully NXT. Yeah. Because uh, William Regal made a joke with a lot of T's, like Tyson, Titus, and and Tyler. Oh. Yeah, but exciting stuff. Yeah. So, All right. So Let's keep, stay, stay tuned to NXT. Yeah. Let's go into a little break. Yes, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hey, nerds. This is Francis Kiplin Stevens, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Episode 196 is coming at you. Uh, it's a weird thing to say. Not really a weird thing to say, but uh, it's a yeah. good thing that we're great at improving, right? Oh, yeah, completely, as we found out from earlier in this uh, show. Oh, don't even remind us. Ugh. That was some of my worst promo work, I swear to God. You're telling me. I had to listen to it. I am telling you. I had to listen to your stuff, so. Yeah, but you, that's because, yeah, I mean, let's just move on with it. You can't even improv. Well, that's because I want to get this done with it. I want to get this done with David. So CZW Cerebral took place. Their debut show in New York took place in, uh, at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park, New York. You saw so many awesome matches. Johnny Silver defeated Tony Nese. Devin Moore defeated Flawless and Lawless. You also saw the Wired TV champion Shane Strickland successfully defend his championship championship against David Starr. Um, but then you also had Devin Moore come out and challenge Shane Strickland to a match. Uh, so now this Saturday, they will be facing each other at CZW. And it's going to be a panes of glass match. So that's going to be I a very... I, I don't get it. I don't. I can't. That, I don't want to see it. I, I, that, I, like, ugh, I feel it already, like, hurts. I know. I get woozy. Um, you also <laughs> had... Milk Chocolate defeat Team Tremendous. Uh, thanks to the distracted from Silver, though. Silver came out. Bill Carr noticeably got a haircut. Silver, during the match, came out with a blonde wig and convinced uh, Bill Carr that this was his hair. So he went chasing after Silver, get his hair back, leaving Dan Barry in the ring and to get pinned by Milk Chocolate. Which, while we're on the subject of Bill Carr, Dan Barry... John Silver, Alex Reynolds, watch yeah, watch these promos that they're posting. Oh, they're hilarious. Yeah. They are hilarious. Pretty much the Dream Tremendous is trying to catch Beaver Boys in the act of doing something awful and unlawful, and, and they fail. Every time they fail. But it's funny. Go watch. Um, the CCW heavyweight champion, Mr. Sozio, retained his championship facing off against the former champion Biff Busick uh, in a no-rope barbed wire match. Insane. Just insane. Uh, just to note that it took three men to defeat Biff Busick, though, and for Sozio to retain. So how long are we going to see him hold this championship for? I, if it took so many men to defeat 
Busick, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a tough frame for him to hold on to that title, especially if he if someone gets the the rest of the front away from him, separates him in the front. I think yeah. it's gonna be a uh, one hell of a ride. You can watch CZW Cerebral or any of the upcoming CZW events at streamczw.com. And you can visit them czwrestling.com. Go check them out. You also had WXW C4 Melting Point taking place, uh, World Extreme Wrestling C4. Stevie Shield, uh, Steve Shields defeated Travis Dorian. And you, in the main, and you had a ton of other great matches. But in the main event, the one that we want to note on is Dan Mott, Havoc, and Bonacota. Bonacota, the ultimate heavyweight, the TV, and the hybrid champion. Three championships. Defeated Lance Alpha Jr. Alpha Jr. <laughs> you know, Lance, Alpha Jr. <laughs> Lance Alpha Jr. and Great Samu, uh, the father of Lance. Uh, Lance Anawai. Son, the son of Alpha. The son of Alpha. Uh, Alpha Jr. The brother son, of Samu. Brother of Samu. <laughs> also a son of Alpha. Lance, the grandchild of Alpha. Also the son of... Not just kidding. <laughs> um, yes, the entire... The, the nephew of Alpha Jr. is what I could say. Yeah. The entire catch is if Moff's team won, Moff would have to leave WXWC4 forever. And if their team won, Samu would have to retire from in-ring action. And I guess, unfortunately, Samu is officially retired now. Yeah. Um, he had such such a career highlight real uh, career. Highlight real. Uh, I could have said that a little bit better. but Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, what would you say? It was a great career. Yeah, full, of, <laughs> full, full of, uh, of great, great things. Yeah, top moments. I mean, head shrinker even before that, uh, making a big name for himself, part of the Samoan dynasty. And it's unfortunate that he's retired now, but, you know, I'm very happy we got to see him in action, especially meeting him, uh, growing up and watching the head shrinkers and being a fan of their tag team action. Growing up, you were like 30 when they were on TV. Yeah, um, but... It was. It's very. It's always bittersweet when someone retires, but I'd rather see someone retire as opposed to pushing themselves to an extreme and getting hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, Samu officially retired. Head shrinker Samu, and yeah, their next show is going to be December sixth in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Go visit wxwc4.com. Uh, and on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash World Extreme Wrestling C4. Yeah. Uh, in addition to this, you have Five Borough, correct? Yeah, Five Borough Wrestling taking place at the American Legion on 5601 Avenue uh, North. Is that N? In Brooklyn, um, New York, whatever. At the American Legion in Brooklyn, New York. But uh, taking place Friday, November 14th. Uh, doors open at 7. General Mission, 15 bucks. Front row, 20. Uh, you're going to see matches like Drew Gulak versus Chris Hero. You're going to see Papadon versus Pepper Parks. Tony Nese versus Talon. There's also the tag team tournament. Uh, current champions are Big O and Mike Verna. Yeah, Mega Muscle. Yeah, we're going to see the Beaver Boys, Milk Chocolate, the SAT, Team Hog. Spirit, Spirit Squad. Squad. Many more. Yeah, um, I believe that this is for the number one contendership I for believe- a shot at the Mega, at Mega Muscle. I believe so. 
Um, but this is going to be an awesome show. Uh, Rude Boy Riley. It's going to be an awesome show. You don't want to miss out on Five Bro Wrestling. Jump on board on that. Yeah. Also, uh, November 15th, Saturday, 2300 Arena, formerly the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. We got House of Hardcore coming at you, which will also be live on iPay-Per-View. So many matches here. I mean, you got Christian York versus Brian Myers. You got the Wolves taking on Harry Smith and Lance Archer. Uh, Drew Galloway is going to be accepting Austin Aries' open challenge. I don't know if you uh, if you said it, but you're also going to be having Tommy Dreamer versus EC3. No, I didn't say it. Old school, yeah, old school in a hardcore match. rules with Beulah McGillicuddy by his side. And I, I believe it's going to be her last appearance at a pro wrestling event. Yeah, I think. That, I mean, that's what I think also. But yeah. uh, you, I, I don't know if this is the main event or not, but you got tag team match. you got the Hardys taking on the Young Bucks again. So You can't go wrong with House of Hardcore. Yeah, definitely check this out. Tickets are on sale. Houseofhardcore.net. Not dot com. Um, you also have Jersey Championship Wrestling. Taking place the 2014 Jersey J Cup on uh, November 14th in Manville, New Jersey. You will be seeing a 16-man tournament, will, uh, which will feature four four-way elimination matches in the first round, followed by single matches uh, in the semifinals and the final rounds. First round matches consist of Bandito Jr. versus Chris Saban versus Brian Myers and Grim Reefer. Eddie Edwards versus Lance Anawaii, Joey Janela, and Too Hot Steve Scott. Peaky Sanchez versus Sabu, Chris Dickinson, and Lucky 13. And Frightmare versus Jigsaw, Davey Richards, and Swerve, uh, Shane Strickland. You do not want to miss this because that's, a, that's one hell of a lineup. Uh, JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. Go check them out. Well worth it. Yeah, and then on November 15th, I feel like we... Should have went in order a little bit more, but whatever. We have the Jersey All-Pro Wrestling 18th Anniversary Show taking place at the Rahway Rec Center, I believe. Uh, 275 yeah. East Milton Avenue in Rahway, yeah, New right. Jersey. We're going to be seeing uh, so many matches here. We got Samoa Joe taking on Hernandez. AJ Styles versus Matt Seidel. We're going to be seeing the world's greatest tag team with Kurt Angle versus Teddy Hart and Chris Sabin. So many more. It's uh, insane. You got prime um, time on the card. Yeah, you have a ton of no names on the card, and it's going to be you an awesome a show. Ton of no names. No names. What? K N O W N. No, 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 no names. names. I was like, yeah, a ton no of names. No names. <laughs> no, I would never say that. Um, <laughs> That's what I was like. It, what the heck? No, yeah, uh, go, this all it begins six fifteen. Uh, yeah, and what's that? And, and like seventy dollars. Yeah, gets I think you seventy bucks. You get pictures, autographs with Team Angle, Samoa Joe, and uh, Crime Time. Yeah, for I mean, Kurt Angle alone is probably forty dollars. So you're pretty much getting the other ones, like Team Angle, uh, World's Greatest Tag Team. You're getting for pretty much ten dollars. And, and then uh, Samojo ten dollars. Yeah, general admissions only twenty bucks. So definitely check this out if you're in the Rahway area. Yeah, uh, got it. Go support independent wrestling because it's alive and well. Um, you also have, I guess that's it. Um, you also have shameless plugs. 
Shameless Plugs. Go check out Beyond Wrestling, Alive and Kicking. And then go check out Tournament for Tomorrow 3. It's going to be taking place November 29th for Alive and Kicking. And November 30th is going to be Tournament for Tomorrow 3, both in Providence, Rhode Island. You're uh, featured at the Feet Music. Um, you're going to be seeing at Alive and Kicking, you're going to see Young Bucks teaming up with best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent. And Brian Cage versus Juicy Product, Doom Patrol, and Dan Barry. Uh, Drew Gulak and Kimberly taking on Pepper Parks and Cherry Bomb. A ton more. And then for the tag team, uh, Tournament for Tomorrow 3, you got the Young Bucks versus the Hoods. Best Friends versus Team Tremendous. Uh, the Hit Squad versus Doom Patrol. And a lot more. Matt Tremont. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, on the 30th. Say, where did you say ton, it was? A ton. When? Not a where. At Feet, Feet Music, F-E-T-E, oh, in little, Providence, Rhode Island. little fun fact about Providence, I believe uh, Chuck Palumbo is from Providence, Rhode Island. There you go, knowledge is power. Um, yeah, go check them out, go support them beyond wrestling. Yeah. Talking about support, thank you to all of these people for supporting our online listening experience and our Twitter account. So go follow and support Oh, oh, I thought we were supposed to do this to the tune of Jack and Diane. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Ready? You, you got to do the background music. I'm not doing background music. You got it. No. Just like, come on. Then I can't do it. Yes, I need you the can. Music. Yes, I need the can. music. You can just I, hear it. Hear it in your head. I can't do the music. Then I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'll go when you have to. You have to start first. All right. So, no, I. You have to start, and I jump into. No, it. no, you gotta go first. It, it's All right. Fuck it. Over. Uh, go I, follow Reese underscore New Cumby. Um. Also, go follow at Disgruntled Dork. You're not doing it at all, will you? You're not even singing it. I'm not going to sing it if you don't give me fucking background music. It cuts in and out. Can't do it. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't Jasmine, understand why you can't. I don't know. I don't Brandon understand. doesn't want to cooperate no, with me. David doesn't want to hear the music, music in his fucking head. Why don't you just do the fucking music? Because then it Let's cuts out. This. It cuts out. What cuts out about it? You can't have both of us it speaking didn't, at this. Did it cut out when we were talking about when we were singing last week? Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, obviously you don't listen to your own show. I listen to my own show. All right, then let me play the music in the background then. I'll you go into YouTube and pull just, it up. Just listen to it I don't know the tune. I don't know the tune. It's unfucking believable. I don't know the tune. This is unbelievable. You are being hard to work with. You're being so hard to work with. This is so difficult for me to do. This doesn't make any sense. I could play harmonica, but I can't play Jack and Did Diane. You hear that? Did you hear that? No. Good, because I got to play him right now. Jack and Diane. John Malakam. That doesn't sound Ba-da. like it. Oh, that, okay. Ba-da. See, you can't even do it. You don't need to Bow. sing that part. You need to fucking do the shameless plugs. Oh my goodness. It needs the intro. At Reese underscore newcombe. At Disgruntled Dork. Go follow them. Also go check out at Montreal Broski. And don't forget to go follow at RohitCR2K. <laughs> I don't know why you needed the music. At John Griffin, go follow him. 
Also go follow at Steve underscore of underscore Smeg. At NYWCE underscore sign guy. Thanks for commenting and promoting us. I appreciate it. At reverse NMSage. Go follow Jasmine. She deserves your follow. Also go check out Jobber Nation Radio. They got an awesome radio station that is at Jobber Nation. Nation Jobber. Bow Bow. I have to wait for the course to finish so I can promote two more people. No, you right? don't. You could fucking down. do it to the tune of down. that. Down. Bow bow. That could have been people right there. Gonna go shout out. Not a shout out. Because I don't do that on the podcast. Because it's not a podcast nor a shout out. Jobber Nation Radio at Jobber Nation. Also E-WWE. Go check them out. At E underscore WWE net. Go check them out. They have a new podcast out. Go give them a listen because they're good people. Okay, and that's all. Jack and Diane signing off. Um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you also, <laughs> um, go check out as I mentioned, my last shameless plug was also going to be upcoming, but E underscore WWE net. Go follow them. Go listen to them. Subscribe to them on iTunes. Um, good people. They've been putting us over, so we will put continue to put them over. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. And that's all I got for you this week for the shameless plugs. Brandon, you got any shout outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. Taylor Swift gets the first shout-out. A few years ago, a lot of people would say that Taylor Swift was just a fad, and soon nobody would know her name. However, 1989, which is her newer album, newest album, sold one point, or I don't know how many, a bunch of millions of copies in the first week. Which broke the record set in 2002 by Eminem's The Eminem Show. Uh, NSYNC still holds the record for the highest sales in the first week, though, but Taylor Swift's not uh, going anywhere. Yeah, uh, kudos. I mean, the, the CD itself is starting to grow on me a little bit, but only a few songs. There's, I feel like there's more songs on it that I'm not a fan of yet. So I, I, got, we'll my, see. I got my ticket to see her at MetLife Stadium. Who are you going with? Myself. You don't need to go by. You don't need to go with people. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Yeah. Nobody wanted to go with me to see that country concert. So. And I think it's uh it's about time that I mentioned this on the show. So the next shout out goes to Cutthroat Kitchen, which is a show on Food Network hosted by Alton Brown. It's uh it's an enjoyable food competition where the the Four competitors, they have to bid on sabotages where, like, you can't use your knives or something. You can't taste your food. Or sometimes you have to go through a, like, you have to play skee-ball they just had to get your ingredients. Hmm. It's fun, yeah. And the last shout-out, as David alluded to earlier, <laughs> goes to Stevie Wonder. I went and saw him at Madison Square Garden last night, and it was awesome. He played the whole uh, Songs in the Key of Life album. And superstition, 
but mm-hmm. definitely, definitely go see him. It was so cool. It was so cool hearing everybody sing along to Sir Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know. Right now, you have no idea what song that is by title, but you definitely. No, I I do. Yeah. I have him on my uh, my morning playlist. Yeah, so it was a good show. Nice to see Stevie Wonder again. Very cool. Well, it's unfortunate that that's one-sided, but yeah. I don't know. Stevie Wonder said that apparently there's going to be a rumor that's going to get dropped in 2017 that he actually can see everything. So be on the lookout for that. No. Look after that. Yeah, I mean, that's or at least we think. Um, yes. So, Stevie Wonder, props to you. Um, good shout outs. Good shout outs. Let's get into Mark out more. Our... right our mark out moment of the week dave you have your own take it away uh my mark out moment i kind of had to uh one was in class today we were learning about the cranial nerves and how to test them and one of the things that we were testing was bell's palsy and of course right away the first thing i think about is jim ross so yeah kind of just related that to pro wrestling just because it's interesting so it's all with the facial nerve, cranial nerve number seven. Um, and it's a, it's a lesion of the lower motor neuron. What's number that, five? It's, let's see, number five is trigeminal. Tri- it goes like this. Trigeminal? Yeah, you have 12 of them. So a good way to remember it is O, 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 to touch a female's vagina what? gives vagus... What? A hard on. What? So yeah, that's how I remember it all. Are you are you sure number five isn't something else though? Mm-mm. Five is trigeminal. Are you positive? Yep, one hundred percent. Ladies and gentlemen, number four this is number five. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'm still going with cranial nerve. Number five is I, uh. I don't know. Lou Bega is saying about something else. Then yeah, number four is trochlear. So. Yeah, but Bell's palsy, lower motor neuron, it's going to inhibit your uh, upper face and lower face. So there you go, facial nerve. Um, also, Finn, Finn Baylor, damn it, Baller. Yep. Finn Baylor uh, debut, and that was pretty awesome. I know Chris would, uh, if he was on the show, he would say that that's his mark out moment of the week as well. Uh, what about you, Brandon? What do you got cooking? Mine, again, comes from WW2K15, which isn't really a huge mark out, but uh... – when you go to the top rope with RVD, he has his little feet, like his jump up with the feet fixture thing. Instead of just rather having like a regular jump up, it's actually RVD's jump up to the top rope. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, I was just uh, watching that too. Yeah. But that was our show this week. Yeah. 200 episodes coming up. If you'd like to submit a voice clip of a little congratulatory, you guys are cool. Congrats on the 200th episode. Uh, email it to us, marking out one m a r k i n o u t one the number one at gmail dot com. It will be played. You can leave your Twitter handle. Say who you are. Yeah, thank you very much for those that have submitted so far. 
uh, it's really humbling to see to hear some of you and what you have to say. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening to episode 196 of Marking Out. You can go check out all of our past episodes at markingout.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us a five because you know we deserve that. Also, you can listen to us on Stitcher Radio. You can go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. You can go follow follow the podcast, the online listening experience, Marking Out at Marking Out. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can go on Facebook and like Marking Out, facebook.com slash Marking Out. And make sure you leave comments and questions. If you want to submit questions, just post them right on this website, right underneath this uh, episode. So thank you very much. Have a good weekend. We wish you the best Best of luck in your future endeavors.